Welcome back, I'm Kim Valley, she's Fully Hunter Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to talk about the steps you can take when tough feedback catches you off guard. And I'm particularly interested in this because in August I got some very tough feedback that I felt was very unfair and I have to say that I lost it. Not verbally, but I was so unmistakably angry that I had to walk away from the situation. I physically walked out of the building of where it happened. So tell us what to do, boss. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's easy to be... When you're prepared and you're going in a situation you're going to get feedback, you, you prepare yourself for getting good feedback and not so good feedback and you're prepared. It's only when it gets you unaware somebody all of a sudden come up to you and says stuff. The first thing you would do, of course you would get react, but stop and breathe, take a breath. And don't worry about the other person and if it seems like there's a gap, just take take a breath and think about how that's making you feel. And that might make you feel embarrassed, it might you feel angry, as Kim said in her case, resentful because it, she disagreed. Don't judge it yet, it's hard to do, but just pretend in your mind as if it's about someone else. That's how I deal with it. I, I think if somebody's telling me something, say, I have to stay objective here, let's see, they're telling me this about my best friend or about one of my key staff members or whatever it is. And then then just say, can you ask question? Back to that word, clarification. Find out what is it they are saying and maybe get examples. Don't tell them how you're feeling and don't agree with them. Don't disagree with them. Just get information. So at that point, they know that you're a bit vulnerable because they're just bucketing um, at you and they, their intention might be good, but their intention might not. It's irrelevant at the moment. In that moment, just find out more and get examples and try to understand. By pretending it's about someone else, for me, it keeps my feelings parked, at least, right? So in that sense, you get all that information, and then the best thing you could do, and I, it took me a long time to learn this, is to not give them an, a response. Is to say, I really would like to process this, I'll come back to you with some comment. It's really doing what you did, Kim. It's walking away was a good thing, by the way. And if you were, and I'm walking away by still taking the information, not playing my cards, not showing my emotion, not agreeing or disagreeing. I'll leave them in a neutral position so that I can go away, process it, work it out. But at that moment, I got as much information. And then I won't say I'll just come back to you with with the next steps or anything. Just say, and I'd like to come back to you and maybe even ask more questions as well as let you know what I think. So open the door to coming back for more information because if somebody's giving you that, it is emotional. Now, why I said I think it's a right thing to to walk away it does look a little bit like you spat your dummy and it's a half but I have also learned that that might be better than saying all the wrong things Mm. so it's buying time so try to stop, breathe, take your time 
and then pretend it's about someone else, asking more information, ask for examples, and then take the control back. And the control is, I'm going to take it, work it through, I'm going to go and process this, and I might come back to you, I will come back to you, but even at least with some more questions and information. I think what, what you need to do, and I'll talk again about that experience of mine, is that you do need to remember that you are in control of you in this situation. You are not in control of the situation and you are certainly not in control of the other person and you can't be, so don't try to be. Yeah. For my part, this was a situation where the introduction to the feedback was tempered with a questioning of my position uh, or a clarification of my position and it was and the feedback was given in terms of that position that I held in these two organizations and it was implied criticism of my behavior in terms of the positions that I held in those two positions in those two organizations rather and so I knew it flagged to me that there was going to be some criticism coming. After those questions were asked, there was going to be criticism coming. And the way that it had been orchestrated so that it was a private discussion, no one else was around, so there was no one that was going to be witness to what was was said next. So I already had my radar on, and I knew this was a situation that I had to manage for myself. When the criticism came... My mind kept saying, just listen, just listen, just listen. And so that's what I did. And I gave nothing away in that interaction. But there came a point where obviously this person was not getting the reaction that was expected. And so another statement was made that was about another association member, another staff member of mine. And I... I reacted to that without thinking and it was an automatic reaction and that was the wrong thing to do. I should have just stayed in the listening mode and just said, yes, I understand, I hear what you're saying. Yes, I understand what you're saying. And and the end of the discussion, I asked a question to which a very defensive answer came back and it was just a, a question of, of clarification, of comparative values, I should say, Basically, it was, did you think that this person was professional in what they did? And because I had dared, in her eyes, to question something that she was involved with, she immediately took offence at the situation. And I thought, well, we're not going to get any further. In my mind, I'm thinking, this is the end, walk away now, because nothing else is going to come out of this situation. And so I did. So I just, I thanked her for the information that she had given me and I walked away. Now I knew that I was angry beyond Mm. (laughs) rational thought and I knew that there was a room full of people who were watching this interaction and waiting and there were two camps of supporters and my supporters rushed off to, because I walked outside the building and they came out to see if I was all right and to see what had happened and I just said, it's not something I'm going to talk about. I just want it to end. It's between her and me, and I don't want any other action interaction to happen. Twelve hours later, so this is late in the afternoon, the next morning I come in and I have a meeting, a very important meeting that I have to run, that I have to chair. And I know that there is an undercurrent of people waiting to see what I'm going to be like, how I'm going to react, what I'm going to do. And there was a certain degree, a group of people who waited for 
a particular item on the agenda and then raced off as soon as the meeting was over to say, oh, this got introduced and it was probably because of you. And that wasn't the case. It was always on the agenda. But what you, you have to manage in these situations is the ripple effect. So it's not just you and the, the, the feedback that you're getting. It's the ripple of that, of your reaction, of, of other people who hear about it, find out about it, observe it, whatever else it is. So, so your reaction, your management of the situation does affect how far the ripple goes and what happens to the ripple when it, when it hits all of those other obstacles in the way. So all of those things you need to be mindful of. So if you can find some way of managing yourself in these situations, of not reacting, that's what you've got to do. That's the ultimate thing that you can do is to just listen, acknowledge that you have heard what is being said. It's like a negotiation, but you just don't do the negotiating part. You just listen. And you you either write down or you clarify, you take notes, whatever it is, and walk away. You can't resolve these kinds of situations on the spot. And sometimes they don't need resolution. They just need to be aired and you move on, you move away, you, you um, work on it in some other way. But the, the most important thing, I think, in those situations is to know yourself and to know how you are going to manage it and to know that talking, that verbalising anything will not resolve it, will not fix it, will not change that person's mind because they've, at some level... They've worked themselves up into a point where they have to give you this feedback and they have to do it in a situation where it's not planned, it's not organised, it's a, an off-the-cuff thing. So you need to, as Fuliana said, take a step back and look at it from that point of view as well as it's just an interaction that's happening and, and deal with the interaction the best way you can in a controlled manner. Just remember, in, it depends on the person who came to you and they whether they prepared, I mean, they had much more notice time for themselves because they had to prepare. They might be anxious about delivering it and they just want it over and done with and they sort of put it out there and that's it. So what they're expecting from you is an immediate reaction and answer and so they can just close the door, they've done their bit. Don't fall for that. They had time. And you don't. Even if they push you at that point and say, no, I, I need to know your reaction to this and how your thoughts about it. And just say, I've just heard you. I'm, I need to take time to process this. I will come back to you with either more questions or with how I'm, what, what my thoughts are. But for now, so don't. Stick to your guns about buying that time so that you can do it justice. Yes. Um, because you, you don't want to just, you know, say what you feel because... You need to process it, really you do. The, the other thing is, I, I am a big fan of what Kim said about what people think and how they judge. And sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. How I keep myself behaving in a way that, not what I instinctively want to do, <laughs> but what I think I should do, I pretend whatever I'm, like in that example, I pretend there's a camera on me. I pretend yeah. that this has been recorded and it's going to be played again and forget everyone else. What will I say when I see myself speak? Mm. And there's two things I, I want to be able to say to myself that was ethical and professional. Mm. 
if I can't say that, I don't want to say, oh, you lost it there, and yes, I'll hear you and make excuses. I don't want that because, yes, that's human, and I know I am human, but I also want to be in control of the delivery. Be genuine, be ethical, but be professional. It's about having a code of conduct for yourself. Whether there is an organisational code of conduct or not, you should have a code of conduct for yourself and it should cover any situation. And so a code of conduct in this particular situation would be exactly the things that Fuliana's talked about, that you are ethical, that you are honest, that you are considerate of other people and work colleagues and collaborators. By ensuring that you have what you would consider your code of conduct, you are being true to your personal profile, to your identity, the, the thing that, that makes you congruent in who you are and what you're doing. And if you want to hear a little bit more about, this is the plug for other podcasts, if you want to hear more about your personal profile, your personal yeah. identity and looking after that, we have podcasts by Ben Baker, who is a Canadian expert yeah. in developing your personal profile whether it's digital or otherwise and what that actually means in today's business world so we'll put the links to those on the bottom of this podcast as well so you can listen to Ben talk about that I think we have probably covered that situation so now that she's not expecting it I'll give her some feedback after we stop the recording <laughs> now I understand uh, I, I, as you know I know from my personal experience that this can be a very distressing situation and it is important that you think about how you can manage it because you you won't avoid it in your working life you will not avoid a situation where you get unexpected poor bad unpleasant feedback so let's have you prepared for it and know what you're going to do in that situation but for now, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Fuliana Osborne, and this is Inside Exec.